Hi, I'm David Kaplan, and you're listening to the Sports Talk Live podcast. Enjoy the show. It's a Chevy power play. Now get over $8,600 total savings on a 2018 Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab LT, plus an additional $2,500 in competitive owner cash. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and score. We have baseball tonight on NBC Sports Chicago. Manny Machado's in town. He's in Chicago. Unfortunately, he's still a Baltimore Oreo. White Sox and O's open a four-game set. Baseball night in Chicago starts our coverage at 6.30. Jason and Stoney have the call at 7 straight up. Meanwhile, the Cubs don't need Manny Machado anymore. They're all better, baby. They take three of four in Cincinnati after getting solid outings from the much maligned Q and U. But whose outing was more significant? And welcome into Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. If you had a good weekend, good start to your week. I'm David Kaplan. Let's meet the panel for today's show. He is Mark Grody from The Score, Sports Radio 670. He is David Hall, the lead columnist of the Chicago Tribune and The Score. And she is Shea Pepler of Fox 32. Just got a brand new full-time gig there. Congratulations. Hey, thanks so much You're for awesome. that, Mr. All Pepler. right, Machado Mania is here. Trade rumors swirling. Manny Machado has finally arrived in our city, but he's still a member of the dead-in-the-water Baltimore Orioles. Today, he was mobbed by a sea of reporters, including David Hall, outside the visitors' clubhouse at Guaranteed Rate Field, and was asked about maybe ending up on the other side of our city and playing with his childhood friend, a man he calls his cousin, Albert Almora Jr. As kids growing up, you know, we always, we played together as kids to begin with. Um, you know, and, and when we were playing in his backyard growing up, you know, we've always, Dreamed about playing together someday in the big leagues and put on the same big league uniform and uh, you know be on the same field. We're World Series together. I mean, that's that's everyone, every kid's dream. Like I said before, I'm I'm here to play baseball. I mean, obviously we got to answer these questions and we, we got to stand in front of the camera. But at the end of the day, none of that matters if, if you don't go out there and you you don't win some games for your ball club, win win teams for for the Orioles and um, you know play well at the same time. Um, you know, if I wasn't playing well, they wouldn't be talking about. First of all, I love the $1,200 sweater because it's like out of the norm. Wasn't it cool? It is cool. Like out of the norm. Like you would never be caught it's, in that thing. So thank you, Cap. Uh, but no, because I'm yes. not a baseball superstar. And I think that he, I mean, it's, it's just a sweater. It's just an interview. But he carries himself. And the hairstyle. He carries himself like a star. And you could see him being in very comfortable in the spotlight that being a Cub would create. He's, he's the ideal Cub, and I think that it would, the price would be a lot, but you can't tell me that he wouldn't be exciting to, to be on the north side. Uh, do we really need him on the north side, though? I, I think the Cubs could potentially win another World Series without Manny Machado. Yeah, he's got a friend in Albert Almora Jr., Chris Bryant has a friend in Bryce Harper, so maybe we'll just have a whole friendship tree going on on the north side, but I don't know... It sounds great, but it's a rental. And I think the Cubs at this point with the team they have now could still win a World Series if all the stars align. I, I do think they need them. I mean, in terms of like we're talking about, you know, gluttony a little bit here in terms of what the Cubs have. But there's there's been so much inconsistency in the Cubs offense really for for two years, for a year and a half now um, in terms of Addison Russell, even Kyle Schwarber. I, I realize that he he's better. 
Uh, but I think that, that that is a guy that you would welcome to bring some shine to the offense for sure. But that who, said. Who doesn't need Manny well, Machado. one of the top right. five players <laughs> in yeah. baseball? Right, but, but, but I'm who saying, doesn't need that? I'm saying that the, the, the Cubs right now, regardless, even if Machado wasn't on the table, I would say that they still need either their their own players to get more consistent offensively because we've seen too many runners stranded True. still, um, or you bring in Machado. Now, that said, I don't think the Cubs are going to have enough to to get Machado. At the well, first of all, you're only talking about three months rental of a position player. Pitching usually brings you more in trade. This guy's a beast. I take him over Bryce Harper personally. I would too, Cap. We've agreed he, on that he's before. He's a top five hitter. I, he's I, a Gold Glove caliber defender. Who are you going to give to get him? Addison oh. Russell has been the name that. What if I said to you, Addison Russell, Ian Happ, and a prospect. Okay, so you're okay. I, I would be Javi inclined Baez to make that deal. Too. I would not make I would not deal Javi Baez, I but I would either. deal Ooh. Addison Russell. I'd be willing to include Happ in that you got, deal. You guys are looking at this incorrectly though. Why would Baltimore take that? They're going to have so many different yeah. like like we're in our own little Cubs White Sox world here. Every contending team is going to make a play for Manny Machado and even teams that are not. Maybe the White Sox, who would have, I think, a lot more that Baltimore the would Sox want. The Sox are in a position point. to give up prospects. Yeah, they're not going to trade prospects now. for this the, season. The teams, Grody, that, that are in a position to give up prospects to win now or give up a package to win now, you've got to believe the Cubs have a pretty competitive yeah, the White Talent Sox aren't going to give anything up to get And yeah, all arrows what? point to the Cubs. Every report that's come out has said the Cubs are pretty much the front Why are you poo-pooing this, Brody? What do you know? Why are you poo-pooing this? Why, what, what's yeah, wrong with the, the Cubs? The White Sox may sign him in the offseason. They're uh, not trading for him. Well, no, you're probably right about that. I'm just saying that, that Baltimore would be more interested in what a team like the White Sox have as opposed to what the Cubs have right now. There's really? no shot the Sox are going to take that gamble. So, but, but, why, but again... Again, with Baltimore is going to have a lot of different suitors. Why would Baltimore take Addison Russell, who has struggled now for a year, Ian Happ, who is wildly inconsistent, and you said a, uh, a minor leaguer? Who's Cheap, the minor controllable leaguer? contracts with okay, talent. Okay, but at some point in time, you need productive players, too. And I'm, those guys I think are we productive. Get a, we I, get mean, a, I think that Ian Happ and Addison Russell have some trade value. They do. Absolutely, Absolutely. but not for Manny Machado. I yeah, mean, three right. you, you guys just came on here and started the show talking about the, that you take him three over months, Bryce months. Harper. There, Bryce Harper is is worth more. I'm sorry than Ian Happ and Addison Russell and random minor leaguer. When but, you only have three months of control and you're giving up three that years, that lowers the no, price. And here, four years. Well, no, I, you're probably right in that regard. However, there's going to be more teams again that are going to have more to give up, like as in star Name prospect one. players. Name one. Well, the White Sox. Well, that, the White the Sox White aren't going to do that. Giving Name a contender. They're not going to do that. Name a right now either that, on that gonna, roster. Yeah, right. Why, why wouldn't the Houston Astros make a play for him? Well, the Astros. <laughs> that's, that's, right? a fair, that's a fair one. Yeah, I mean, I think. That's a fair one. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to give could, up what we're going to give up, too. They'd give up. A same caliber player as an Addison Russell or as an Ian Happ as well. They're not going to give away their stars. Well, they're not, not going to give away Anthony Correa Rizzo. In a deal. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think it's possible. Well, not they're not going to put Correa in a deal. And I honestly don't know what Houston has in its farm system. But I'm saying that every the Yankees are going to probably make a play yeah. for him. I mean, any contending team is going to make a play for Manny Machado, and I think that they're going to get what they want. So I'm, I'm going to ask you guys. You guys think that the best offer the Baltimore Orioles are going to get at the trade deadline is Addison Russell and a minor leaguer and Ian Happ. You think, well, that's the, you think that Baltimore will take that deal? I don't know that, but I do know that we base a lot of what we talk about on the reporting by people who are – 
in, in the baseball industry. And people who are national baseball reporters have linked the Cubs to the Orioles. I have not seen as much linking of the Yankees or the Astros to the Orioles. I think part of the linking is, and maybe I'm going a little bit too deep in my thought process here. <laughs> I like but, it, Mark. But, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> I think part of the linking is is that the Cubs are sort of putting down a figurative down payment for him for when free agency hits, just to, just to show Manny Machado and his people, yeah, we're very interested in this guy, that the word has been put out there, whether they have enough to, to get him, that remains to be seen, but at least act like you're interested. Yeah, I don't believe that they'll end up getting him. I do not. So who do you think does? The Yankees? Because uh, that's, that's who I think ultimately is. They have a treasure it. trove of young players that they right. could definitely trade from. Cleveland reportedly has some guys in their system, and they need a jump start. The Dodgers have lost Seager for the year. But they're so far out of it now. I mean, they'd be, they, they had a sweep this weekend. They, they're five back. Okay. They're, they have struggled to the point where you wonder – where their head is in terms of willing, willing to take. Because even in Chicago, he is a rental. You can't forget that. It's only three months that you're guaranteed. So looking forward, I mean, free agency is all about money, but you wonder, you wonder how uh, Machado will value that relationship with Albert Elmore Jr. that he referenced today when it comes to free agency if the money is equal. What if I told you you could eat a bunch of money, Tom Ricketts said to Theo, I'll eat a bunch of money. Chris Bryant's now your right fielder. Jason Hayward's in another city. And now Manny Machado comes over and plays wherever you want to You mean this, is, this is postseason speculation? Postseason. This is a capothetical taking place in November? Correct. I would be reluctant to move Chris Bryant to right field. That's your reluctancy, but you can have Manny Machado who leads the league in home runs. Your reluctancy is moving Chris Bryant who showed he can play right field before. I would be reluctant to move Chris Bryant to right field. Why, Why is that so crazy? Why? Wait, 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 That's wait, wait, your wait. only thing that you're Why don't you want him to play shortstop? Why? When did, I mean, really, when did, when did Addison Russell well, become maybe, Ernie Banks? Wait, I are, mean, you, come well, on. are you worried about uh, Chris Bryant playing right field because he won't be good at it or because he's too valuable at third base? I think he's pretty valuable at third base. I think he likes to play third base. I think maybe you want to keep your superstar happy. No, he's I, a good I, baseball well, player. He could likely wanna, play any field. Of course he could. Of course he could. That, that's not, I, that was a part of my answer. I didn't say he couldn't play right field. I said you want to keep your superstar happy. Oh, we just need you to explain yourself, sir. I'm That's explaining all. myself, yeah. Grody. Mr. You're poo-pooing the whole Manny Machado thing. Ruining right. my column for tomorrow. Well, because I know stuff. Look, yeah. yeah. Chris Bryant is your third baseman now and as long as he wants to be. I don't know that you want to move him. Why would you when you have the opportunity of having Bryant, Machado, Baez, well, if I'm signing and Rizzo? Machado is a free oh, my agent, not trading for him. Where am I playing him, and then what am I doing? You're playing him at shortstop. Okay. You're letting him play because he wants to play shortstop. Okay, so then I slide Addison Russell to second and Javi Baez to third and Chris Bryant to right, and take that, David Hall. Yeah. Really think, hold on, though. Do you really think Chris Bryant would be that upset about moving to right I do field? not. I don't either. No. He doesn't even seem like that type of a Their person. Their long-term projections had originally had him as an alpha. I think they have got a better shot of – getting Manny Machado in a trade than unloading Jason Hayward's contract. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. I think we can all probably so that's agree on that. the whole yeah. thing, <laughs> you know, him going to right field is predicated on that. So I would think that my possibility is as a greater chance of happening than your possibility. Hey, Hall, as it relates to your column, yeah. I want it to happen, by the way, just so you know, if that gives okay. you more confidence. I'm not back. quoting you, Grody. Yeah, well, not, okay, well, yeah, that's not, your sorry. loss, man. Make quote you, cap, hey, if you want you. clicks, If you want clicks, put my name in there. <laughs> Speaking right. of your column... Let's talk about two starters who needed good starts this weekend and both delivered. 
Jose Quintana on Saturday night in game two of a doubleheader. And then you, Darvish, yesterday after a rough first inning, settled down, did not allow another hit after the first. But Quintana on Saturday night. There is our Ankin Law Sports Talk Live poll question. NBCSportsChicago.com slash vote. Whose good start was more important? For me, it was Darvish. You paid that guy $126 million to pitch like a number one, Shay. Okay, but Cap, first of all, it was against the Reds. Let's start there. And second of all, he could have easily gone into the second inning with four runs. Easily. He was lucky. Let me ask you a question. He Who's poo and stuff now? To get out? Yeah. No, he didn't. And then obviously he had no hits after that, I believe, for about four innings after that. But five. Five innings after that. Great. He finally got out of the fifth inning. How could I forget? But it was against the Reds. And Doesn't again, matter. he had the a Reds horrible have, first inning. The Reds, have be, at least Reds got hitters. The, the Reds had hitters. Yeah. The Reds have hitters, but the Reds are the worst team in the National League. They're not a good baseball team. They're not built to win. Yeah, but this guy's going to win a hand, win some and games. You think one win in five innings of work is worth 126 million dollars? Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. To me, I, Quintana's start was more important. If you're going to ask me no, which one I no, thought, I was going it, to. <laughs> it, it's got to be you. Agreed. It, it's got to be you. Uh, you were waiting. Chicago was waiting. You for, were waiting, or you? Yeah. You, he was. Just call him Darvish, folks. For Darvish. Darvish. He did that more than any other pitcher Everybody, on the yeah. staff, more than any other pitcher in town. Uh, Chicago got four great starts from their p- pitchers over the weekend with Ronaldo Lopez and Giolito with the Sox, and Darvish and Quintana. But Darvish's was the most significant outing because everybody doubted him. He was flu Darvish. He was a guy that was, you know, soft. He still got a lot to prove, but this was a big first step. Big step. Yeah, I mean, he, he was paid to be great. I mean, and that's a, that's a high bar to set, but he was paid to be great. Uh, Jose Quintana in the trade that, you know, he came over the Cubs, he was paid to be great sometimes and good most of the time, um, as you could tell as, where they are um, in the rotation at this point. And, you know, back, Shay, back to your point, I get it, it's the Reds, but he's flopped against a lot of bad teams, so it's good to see him mm-hmm. pitch extremely well against no matter what team it is. The Reds do have some hitters in that lineup for sure. Um, so, and, and let's face it, like we've all kind of questioned his mental capacity in terms of his strength, in terms of, you know, he – he, he didn't gives let up the first inning derail Right, him. he gives up a balk that, or he walks a pitcher. That, so, that was the most significant part Well, right, so this time we saw him play through. So to me, it didn't matter what the team was, that he, he just needed this to get going because I don't think there's any of us that thinks that this guy's a bad pitcher. All right, Marion Hosa made the inevitable official over the weekend. He says he's done forever playing hockey. So where does the three-time cup champ rank amongst the greatest players in Blackhawks history? And the Stanley Cup final heading to Sin City. Vegas Golden Knights win the Western Conference in their first season as a team. So is it Vegas luck or skill that has the expansion team with four wins away from hockey's holy grail? Crank up the heat and turn on STL on NBC Sports Chicago. Host David Kaplan brings his no-nonsense opinion to the table in a half hour on the topics that are trending with our teams. We got the most mismanaged basketball team no, no. in the history of the no. world. Which franchise made the gutsiest draft day move? I think Pac wanted to do this and he finally got his way. Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. Weeknights at 6 on NBC Sports Chicago. We're back with the great clips, clip of the week. And what a great story the Vegas Golden Knights are writing. How about this? They are headed to the Stanley Cup final. A 2-1 win knocks out Winnipeg. 
on Sunday, and now they will await the winner of Tampa Bay and the Washington Capitals. 500 to 1 if you bet them in Vegas before the season started. 500 to 1. Love it. It's one of those stories in sports. Hockey is still a sport where intangibles matter probably as much as anything. Effort. Uh, motivation. This is the Golden Misfits. They call themselves, and these are team, these are players that everybody gave up on. Somebody gave up on them at some point to, to free them for the expansion draft, and they're coached by a coach who got fired. Mm-hmm. So this is the perfect uh, marriage, and it's one of the best stories in sports. And I'm gonna bet, no matter who they play in the Stanley Cup final, they won't be favored. And I still think that they will come out and win games. I don't know that they'll win the Stanley Cup, but they will still. Come I would out love to see them win. The I, cup. I, Bet they'll be underdogs. If this was football, there would already be a movie being made about it. 100%. Plus, you also have the whole Vegas strong after the horrific. Yeah, they have something to play for. Shootings at the country concert, and so this whole city has. Everyone said you bring a team to Vegas, it's a bunch of transients. No one's gonna root. For, the scene there is amazing. Yeah, I mean this this kind of proves it for other teams in the future, and it's obviously a good test pattern. And we'll see what happens. All right, let's talk about Marian Hosa over the weekend. He told the paper in his native Slovakia, "I'm done with hockey. I will never ever play again." Where does he rank among the all-time best Blackhawks? He's got to be top five. I mean, uh, I mean, are you talking about okay, of all time? Finish, finish your thought, and I'll give you. I mean, you got Bobby Hull. Yeah. You got Patrick Kane. Right. You've got Stan Makita. Right. Uh, Jonathan Taze, Duncan Keith, Pat- and then hold on a second. Hosa is somewhere in the second. You're telling me he's not better I, than you. Jonathan you said Taze. who's? You said who's the best Blackhawk? Marion Hosa's career might end up being better than Jonathan Taze's career as as you compare them. But the best Blackhawk, yeah. Jonathan Taze is going to end up as a better Blackhawk than Marion Hosa. Well, I'm not so sure. I agree. Well, I, I agree with Hall on that you, one. It's more than hockey. It's more than just hockey. You've got to pick a statue, Hosa or Taze, to put outside the United Center. Yeah. Who are you putting out? Taze. That's what I'm saying. It's more than hockey. I think Duncan Keith is better, a better Blackhawk. Maybe even a more valuable player than Marion Hosa. Top 10? Yes. That's where I was going. Absolutely. Yeah. Top 5 is a little bit Give you that you one. were over your skis. Yeah. You're right. That's all right. Yeah. You, like, you are right. You got caught wrong. up in the sort Print of retirement yeah. euphoria. That's okay. We give the guy his, his due when he walks away. We're, he's always better than we think that he was. But Hosa was terrific. Really no downside. Best two-way player. Now, the best two-way player in Hawks history, that's a good argument. Because he played both ends. Well, Jonathan Taze is pretty good <laughs> as pretty a two-way good. player as well. Good. So, Any yeah. player that was, was on good. one yeah, or was. all three of those Stanley Cup winning teams yeah. should go down as a Blackhawk great. I mean, they did there the many of them. Right, there's a lot Jalmerson. of them. Jalmerson? There would be a lot of them. Yeah. He was but good enough to be traded. They did something no one is, thought was going to happen is Corey Crawford? Is Corey Crawford a better Blackhawk than Marion Hosa? He's only won two cups yeah. well, right now. Yeah. Yeah. i got two, Mark. Two cups. and Sharpie. How about Sharpie? Oh, Sharp is another Patrick good. Sharp. Corey that, Crawford? I don't think Sharp, though. You lost your well, mind. He, he won two cups. Neither he, one of those the, guys hey, measure hey, up to Marion Hosa. Three is greater than two. Think about how awful, how wretched, I'm going to go wretched, how wretched the Blackhawks were last year without Corey Crawford as their goalie. And how good they were. Different argument, Mark. Jonathan Taze wasn't they very good either. Year, no, that's right. true. They didn't have also. Okay. All right. NBA draft is just over a month away, but Garpax's work is almost done. In fact, they've already made a promise that they'll draft a particular player. 
crank up the heat and turn on STL. On NBC Sports Chicago, host David Kaplan brings his no-nonsense opinion to the table in a half hour on the topics that are trending with our teams. We got the most mismanaged basketball team no, no. in the history of the no. world. Which franchise made the gutsiest draft day move? I think Pac wanted to do this and he finally got his way. Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. Weeknights at 6 on NBC Sports Chicago. Well, justified, delivered in the Preakness. Now one win away from being the 14th Triple Crown winner of all time and the second in four years. This race is 50 yards longer. He gets caught by the eight horse right there, Bravazo. Another 50 yards and Bravazo runs him down. A closer trained by Hall of Famer Dwayne Lucas, but justify hangs on. And now we'll try and turn the trick June the 9th in New York at the Belmont Stakes. And you could care less, David Hawk, because you're not a don't, horse guy. Don't put words in my mouth. I think it's interesting when there's a <laughs> chance for the triple crown. I, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to poo-poo it. I think it's good for horse racing. I'm not the biggest horse racing fan. You know that. Right. But I respect the fact that people get into it like yourself. And, you know, it's, it's fun. You're way over your allotted poo-poos, by the way. Yeah, That's right. Little, right? <laughs> this show, I agree. Are you feeling uncomfortable? Uh, yeah. So Justify is going to win the Triple Crown, and I'm going to take it a step further. I think Bob Baffert, I've already said this to Cap, should be considered in the greats. You can put him in the same category as Bill Belichick, Greg Popovich, Nick Saban. Go ahead. And I'm because with you. Because he has done the unthinkable and with horses, not even humans. <sighs> horses don't even speak. Wow. So I put all my money really? on They don't. They don't. All my money. You cannot get that kind of insight What's anywhere. What's with all those horses Fox don't 32. speak talk. Horses don't speak. They yeah. don't speak. What? So he is doing the unthinkable. Bob Baffert is the goat when it comes to horse racing. I agree. Right. I agree with that because I don't. I'm probably like Hall over here who doesn't apparently doesn't know or care about horse racing. I'm kind of I like think that. Totally is mislabeled. I, I yeah. I'm not that interested in it. Yeah, no, I'm like that too. But I know Bob Baffert, so that's just that just tells you. Bob Baffert. And you know a, him? He's the guy. I, I do know Bob Baffert. It's a very Chicago sounding name too, even though he has <laughs> nothing the to goat. do with Chicago. You have a history with Bob Baffert? No, I have no history oh, with Bob. You Baffert. just know Seth him. Seth Gruen has history. With okay, Bob. I know say, of uh, Bob Baffert. You know of him? Yes. I know of him too. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's my point. Just trying to figure that's out why, why Cap is trying. On his horse. I, yeah. Why are you trying to detract from the the poo -poo. win poo -poo. by saying yeah. if it's 50 yards longer, he would have lost. He would have. All right. Before we get out of here, White Sox and Orioles. Machado, we talked about on the mm -hmm. north side. Do you look at the White Sox? This weekend was big with Lucas Giolito. Big Ronaldo Lopez is the best pitcher no one's talking about in this city. Paul Sullivan just wrote a column in the Tribune, but I get what you're saying. He's I mean, like he's getting some attention. He, he's like he Carlos Zambrano. Like say everybody that. was talking about Pryor and Wood, and Zambrano became the best of the bunch. Maybe good. that's Ronaldo Lopez as as, I, as as it pertains to Lucas Giolito. I don't like the Michael Zambrano Kulpak. comp. I, I hope no, he doesn't no, no, turn no. Out I'm not like saying he, he is like Zambrano. I'm saying it's sort of like everybody is so focused on Kopech and yeah, Dylan Cease, Wood and Pryor, and then all of a sudden Zambrano was the best of that crew. Well, I think people yeah. are starting to also now pay attention to the White Sox, so that's also helping the case for a lot of these pitchers and Reynolds. Giolito yeah. was very good too. I mean, that's two in a row that he was at least gutsy and got to a start. That was very good to see. We'll see. They get the Orioles for four, and you'll get that game tonight after. Layla Rahimi and Baseball Night in Chicago. That is a wrap for Sports Talk Live presented by the Chevy Silverado. We will talk with you again on this show tomorrow, Wednesday night. We will bring you this show live, guaranteed rate field, right there. So we'll see you tomorrow. And then Wednesday, mark your calendars live from White Sox. See ya.